Bienvenidos a Comedy Couch con Dennis Hensley y Tony Tripoli. Buenas noches, bitches. Guess where we are? Oh, shit. And now Los Theme Song in Espanol. And then we're holding the mics. We're not using the stand so I can move it right to the theme song. So obviously you can tell that the show's in Spanish. That was incredibly satisfying. <laughs> show's in Spanish because <clears throat> Dennis Hensley and I are coming to you live from Puerto Vallarta, California. That's right, beaches. Did I just say California? Yeah. Puerto Vallarta, I California. I thought you were doing a bit. No, Puerto Vallarta, Mexico. I thought you were, that was part of the bit. I don't know. Wow. No, I'm just <clears throat> so fucking happy to be here. And we are doing our very first podcast on the road. I think it is our very first one. Yeah. We toted it somewhere before, but we didn't do didn't it. Didn't do it. Um, so I didn't pack, usually the microphones have heavy stands on them, so I didn't pack them. So we're holding our mics, kind of like, uh, Donnie Marie used to. Okay. And, so, uh, yeah. but otherwise things should be all the same. We are sitting here in our palatial mansion on the beach. You guys, we are seriously looking at a giant place gla- plate glass window at what will be the sunset in another, what, half an hour or so? Yes, the beach is right there. But I mean, it's magnificent. We have a full kitchen, a living room. A bedroom each. Yeah. Two bedrooms. Two bedrooms and a and a very potent and powerful viral shower. Yes, it is. There is some it intense. Pounds. They don't do that low pressure, no. save the planet bullshit here. No. They give you full force on the water. Um, yeah. Which is good because it's like exfoliating. It's like between the sand and then the water blast. Yeah, no, I had a, I have a, I had a crick in my neck and I pounded the hell out of it in that shower just a few minutes ago. <laughs> oh, I pounded something out yeah, in the shower. I no, I didn't. I didn't actually. Um, no, you're you're saving up. Yeah, exactly. I'm saving up because I don't know who's gonna get you have it. Low's date. I don't know who's gonna get my load. Uh, my Mexican the, who load. The, who are the candidates? Well, there's Carlos. Yes, who is one of the sexiest mofos ever? Right. He's very sexy it's and charismatic. Insane. He's got an amazing body, but he's the MC at the. Um, Dirty Bitches Drag Show, and he's really great on the mic. He's a great host. Yeah, so that um, would have been my opener if I, you know, and if his mic technique uh, is any indi- indication of what he's like in the in the sack, then that could be good times. So he was wearing last night. He was wearing. Um, they were like bike shorts, but they were silver and they were really tight. And, and they there would was be. No they leg. would be past the knee. Yeah. On. So they were really long bike shorts, metallic. Yeah. Sort of uh, American Apparel. Yeah, Imagine. silver. But he had modified them. He had cut off one whole leg, so it was like a speedo on one side, and then kind of a was it cut? Were there yeah. cutouts? Then he had shredded the hip of yeah. the side with the leg. Had he done that, or did somebody do it for him? I would imagine he did it himself. Yeah. I don't so, know, but it was a cool look. And Anyways, um, God, he's los so los sexy. And so, and then he came and joined us at the beach today for a little bit. He was a little um, late, as I recall. Yeah, he was late, which upset me. And because were... he was late, this Asian guy came over and started talking to me. And his name is Han. He started talking to you? Yeah. Right on. And he really, Han, the Asian, is really interested in closing the deal with some Tony Tripoli while he's he here. He had Tony Tripoli written all over him in white. And if you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he had it written in white uh, and, and in kanji. But um, cursive to so, get my draft. But so yeah, so I don't know. I feel like I feel like Han's earning it. But well, my first what, you, choice you've is got Carlos. a few more days, so there's no reason why I, this could be a yes and. 
<laughs> in the ground link. Yeah, this could be a full-on yes yeah. and. Why so, um And Dennis, oh boy, Dennis last night, you comedy pop, okay. Wait, what? Couch Potatoes, you would have been so proud of him. Why? Because there were two boy backup dancers with the Dirty Bitches. And one of them was really tall and sexy. And he, he was really cool. I liked him. He looked sort of Italian yeah, and he didn't tall look, and slender. Yeah. And he had that kind of chest hair that Prince has, where it's like chest hair, but it's not like overwhelming. It's like yeah. perfectly... It's, it's honorific. Like yeah. And it's what it is. You could still see his six pack and his pecs, but he wasn't like bloated, like steroidy. Like he was exactly Dennis's. The only thing that could have made him more Dennis's type would have been if his hair was like Prince Valiante, all one length with a slight wave in it that That's he could true. flip while he danced. That's true. And he could have put that goddamn cigarette out. Yeah, that was. Well, you know. Gosh, and darn. so I was like, Dennis, kill. you get over there and you talk to him right now. You take a 20 peso to... bill and you go tip him. I didn't tip and, him, but I talked to him. But Dennis talked to him and it turns out his name is Tony. That's all I know, really. He, it was hard to talk to him. So I but don't know why he you're go -go so go-go dances. He does. I mean, see, I, mean, I mean, there was no spark or anything, but I did. What do you mean? You had a spark? I had a spark, but I don't think he's. All right. But it's a nice thought. Yeah, I mean, it's fine. It's fine. But I just thought he was really cute. And I like the way he danced. Yeah. They they recreated singles, single ladies with one of Los bitches. It well, first of all, the opening number was Destiny's Child. Yes, uh, Bootylicious. Now there's four Los bitches, but two of them are twins. There's four dirty like. bitches and two yes are real life twins. And does one market and one is the lazy <laughs> one one of the twins? I don't know, but the one dirty bitch is she puts the bitch in dirty bitch. The other ones are focused more on dirty, and she really is marking. It. <laughs> she looks like she's either doing the choreography underwater, and also she looks. She makes Britney look sharp, like new Britney. Yeah, look sharp, like Britney on and Good Morning America. Yeah, it's really suggesting. She looks a little annoyed and yeah. over it, and it's like an impressionist doing choreography. Like what impressionism is to painting, she is to dance. Like she suggests things. Or like when a comedian like, is like, if the dancers came out and they were like, blah, blah, and they kind of whip yeah. their arms. That's her full out. That's it's her. So she doesn't have ligaments. <laughs> it's weird. But anyways. It, but was yeah, she the, the same one that did Beyonce later? I, in I Single don't know. Ladies they, when Tony, because the they, they pretty much deliver that as good as I could expect in a, in a For drag free. bar. Yeah, they, they had it. They did all the. Uh, uh, oh, uh, uh, oh, uh, oh. And so we arrived yesterday afternoon and we immediately negotiated a taxi rate, which made Dennis uncomfortable right out of the gate. Because I said, look, we're going to go through as soon as you pass baggage claim. It's pandemonium. It's like amazing race, third world country. Everyone's going, taxi, my friend, taxi, my friend, special right. price. And I know they're going to try to charge us more from the airport. Yeah. And so I was like, I know it's supposed to be $20. And the guy was like 26, we could get him down to, that was his final price. And then he's showing us the laminated card around his neck that says $26. Yeah. Like, dude, you can make that on a computer. That's not any kind of legitimate right. thing. It's $20. I'm going to pay $20. And yeah. so what did we pay? $20. Yeah, we did. And we stopped at the 7-Eleven to get some. Oh, the Mexican Diet Coke, which I like. Or oh, Coca-Cola so Light. Awesome. Because Which is good, and I'm drinking it now. If people don't know, the Mexican Diet Coke, the Coca-Cola Light, is not made with uh, high fructose corn syrup or caramel color. It's actually molasses, and then they take the sugar out somehow, so it tastes better and richer, it's and just, it's, it's just fucking change. yummy. It is. It's really yummy. Yeah. And um, 
So we got there yesterday. It had been a long time without a podcast. A loyal listener said, hey, are you podding before you go to Mexico? And I said, well, no, but we're taking the equipment. So yeah. I know. We're sorry. We've been remiss. We were fucking busy. We did two shows. We had two episodes of the Fashion Police. Yeah, the Fashion Popo. And here's the thing, you guys. That fucking wedding special damn near killed us. And so then the I following know, and it wasn't even show, and it just in terms of like the network and the business and the payroll and everything, it was just like another episode. And it was as though yeah. we all had 10 kids or something oh crazy. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was twice as long and we're salaried. So you don't get paid more to do an hour-long episode, yeah. than 30, which is Baloney. insane. But anyways. Um, and... Uh, but, and then we did the regular episode last week, but at the last minute, like the show was built and then they kind of threw the whole show out and substituted it with this other event and made the whole show, the Metropolitan Costume Gala. And so it was kind of a scramble there. And then we did that show Thursday and we had to tape another one Monday. Yes. So the turnaround was so fast. And then we left uh, Wednesday morning. That's right. So it was, it was a lot. So it was crazy times. And I was starving myself down cause I had my photo shoot on Tuesday. And so it was just, you know. Which went well, as I understand. Yeah, we'll talk about the photo shoot later. I know you have a post-it. I do. So why don't you well, go ahead and... What I did was I saw a lot of um, stuff before I left town. I saw Burn the Floor, mm. which is a Broadway tour of just a lot of ballroom dancing and other kinds of dancing. But Pasha and Anya were in it from So You Think You Can Dance. And that was so, before I ever watched us, so you could think you could dance. Maybe, yeah. yeah I, I don't know. know I don't really know your history with it. I know it's checkered. You're in and out, yeah. as it were. Um you're in and out like it's an Asian guy. That's true. That shows like an Asian guy. Mm. You. No, that's not true because you're. If it were, it would. You'd m never miss an episode. So. Um, well, that shows what you. Uh, know. That metaphor is yeah. not working. But uh, in the audience for the uh, so you think fans were um, Ashley and Ryan, that married couple from a couple years ago, that with the Ryan that was the hunky guy, and uh, I did not say hello to them, but I think they would have been nice had I said hello to them. Um, <laughs> But That's they were so there. not a story That's at all. That's not really. I know. Well, fuck it. <laughs> you know, there's no loads in it. But, okay. Uh, and then I saw, well, here, how's this? I saw mm -hmm. French Stewart's cock. You happy? Okay. You know what? How's that for you? Is that it, better? You, it's a good, uh, it's a good pull quote. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to read the article now. Exactly. Now you're going to scan. So I saw the show Voice Lessons, which is by a writer that I really like uh, his work, Justin Tanner. Notice I said his wow, work. I wasn't going to say anything, yeah. but that was so awesome how you said, yeah. like, <clears throat> his, his work. work. His, anyways. But um, I like He's fine. Uh, voice lessons uh, with Laurie Metcalf and French Stewart and our friend Miley Flanagan, who does the mismatch game. And Laurie Metcalf plays um, a desperate woman who thinks she's going to be a star, like on American Idol. And she goes to this, this teacher for voice lessons. And, and like, she's, the ship sailed... 15 years oh, ago at least. At, at least like it's such a great character oh my god and she is so inventive in her comedy i think this show for her is like how far can i take it and still be believable because mm -hmm. both of them are doing like amazing comedic things that are that still work and yet they're really adventurous and like for example near the end of the show um, French Stewart pulled down his bike shorts and was totally naked and then sat at the piano and played Titanic. And I could tell by Laurie's reaction <laughs> and, and Miley's that he'd never done that before and it wasn't part of the script or anything. Wow. He was just feeling it. I don't know, man. He was feeling the cold leather or the cold yeah. wooden uh, piano seat. He was. And I think it was, it, it, 
you know, when he was in the bike shorts, there didn't seem to be lots going on. But then once they came off, you're like, oh, okay. All right. So if he had tried to wear Carlos's one-legged bike shorts, he would not have filled them out. Fallen out of the leg hole. Well, I don't know, but see, Carlos's were silver and shiny, and that's a whole different kettle yeah. of fish. <laughs> and I also think Carlos Carlos was probably trying to to show it, and French was probably in the play in the context he of the play. Playing it. Yeah, he's downplaying it. But then off they came. So if you're in LA and you have a chance, uh, go see that show because it's so fucking funny and fun. And I also saw a play called The Temperamentals, which is dynamite, and it's about the early gay rights movement in Los Angeles. And it's what Tony and I learned on on that tour that we went on about Harry Hay, and it's really well-directed. And um, what I love the most is that the thematic elements of it were sort of woven into the story in a kind of seamless way that didn't call attention to itself, and well-directed, just good, solid. And then I saw A Place in the Sun. I'd never seen it before with Elizabeth Taylor and Montgomery Clift. Oh, at the, I've um, never seen that movie. It's good. It's really good. He's amazing. And so she's so breathtakingly beautiful. And her waist in this movie's tiny. Yeah. And they dress her that way, but tiny, tiny. And it's weird. Like, you could almost put your hands around it. Well, it's also different than where we have the waist nowadays yeah nowadays the waist is much lower so it can't be as small but they used to put the waist over yes. a woman's hip bones yeah so they could put that's your soft place and yeah, yeah they would get them down cinched like, in it's so neat and, and um, he was gorgeous he was gorgeous and he his acting was sort of you know the way james dean was sort of sh- broke the rules a little bit and kind of was modern and did weird things and monty was kind of like that too in terms of like his body language and some of his choices and basically he plays a kind of a character from a lower status thing and he comes to a a city to work with his distant relatives who are established and rich and all that stuff so he's connected to the to the high class people but he's not really a part of them so he starts a job there and he um starts an affair with Shelley Winters who works with him on the assembly line and then um Elizabeth Taylor shows up and you just know from that moment on that Shelly is fucking... Well, first of all... <laughs> it's over I mean, for Shelly. If you're with Shelly Winters... Yes. Well, that's what it is. It's kind of like when Elizabeth Taylor shows up, it's like there's not even any contest. And what... You know, and Shelly Winters ends up in trouble, knocked up, and then his affair with Elizabeth Taylor kicks in. So not only does he get Elizabeth Taylor, but he gets to be, you know high class and part of this establishment and his job and his whole life opens up for him and he's got knocked up Shelly Winters going hey what about me and Killer. well they go out on a lake together yeah and he's maybe or maybe not going to kill her I'm not going to say what he does but what I'm saying I love saying, that you don't want to spoil a 40 year old movie I know but what I'm saying is the movie makes you want him to so bad because the way that scene is shot. Because it's Shelley Winters. Well, and also the way she's talking <laughs> and she's kind of annoying. And Elizabeth is so perfect. Right. And the way she's shot and the way they are together. And, and it's he's earned ju- his happy ending. Yeah, and you're just like, kill her, kill her, yeah. kill her. It's so weird the way the power that that movie has to make you want him taken, to take an order the side of her head. And she's kind of yammering. Yeah. And, and she's fantastic in it. She's great. 
But boy, the second Elizabeth Taylor shows up on screen, you're like, oh, fuck. Dump her in the fucking lake. <laughs> it's over. Oh, God. So, yeah, it was that cool. That fetus will only make her heavier wow. and she'll sink faster. I know. And if they, and she, you know, I think Shelly tried to get an abortion, but, you know, she went to a doctor, but the doctor wasn't willing to sort of. Oh, you mean like now? Hook her up. <laughs> exactly. But it was kind of like an abortion would have solved all of these problems. There would have been no movie if there had been legalized abortion. It is so amazing to me. What a big deal abortion is going to be in the elections next year. Ugh, fuck a dog. It's like, are we in a fucking time machine? It, that's unacceptable to me. Well, and they just cut Planned Parenthood funding in some state. Yes. You know, they've been trying to in different states. Yes. And... My uterus is none of your business. I know. Ugh, it just makes me so mad. I know. As a woman. I know. You know, that's one of my favorite things to say now. As a woman, I'm offended by you that. You should add as a woman of color. Really well, give it a twist. By the time you do we get have back a great from tan. Mexico, yeah. You do. Um, so those are the four things that I saw. and um, Yeah, I'm getting so dark. Um, when we get back to L.A., I'm going to be late to everything. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm like, I didn't get that. And then I got it. Yeah. And then I... But here's the real joke. I'm never going back. Yeah. I'm never, ever going back. I'm just staying here. You know what? I, I almost said something today that was such a cliche. I almost said... This is the life. It is. It's really great here. It's not that expensive. It's nice. It's, uh, I kind of like it. It's just earthy enough. Like you see a little ant across, the, run across the counter. You're like, yeah, that's yeah. the way it should be. There's life here. Yeah. And then you kill it and it's the circle of life. It's the circle of life. Did you know that, did you see that part of the press, uh, White House Correspondents yes. Dinner where he showed the, the, Lion, the Lion King? King? I thought that was so genius. Yeah. And he goes, of course, Disney has the long form version. Yeah. God, I love that. It was really, really brilliant writing. And he delivered it so well. And meanwhile, he's putting out a hit on Osama yeah, bin Laden. we didn't tell the story what Joan told us. Oh, that's right. Because this was right after. Joan was there at the uh, correspondence dinner. Right on. And it was getting ready to start. And she noticed her table was sort of like a table or two away from the Obamas. Excuse me. And she noticed that someone came and got Mr. Obama. President yeah. Obama. And, you know, they're all dressed alike. So you don't know who's what position someone is serving. Yeah. And so she, in her mind, thought, oh, they're getting ready to start the show. They have to go get him into some costume because he's going to come out, you know, costume. And so they're talking about, oh, bit? look, here he leaves. Here he leaves. And then What's he's he gone for like Miranda? 15, 20 minutes. And they're like, oh, he's getting into a Donald Trump costume yeah. with like the whole wig and the come up. That's why it's taking so long. So her table has decided 100%. No question, he's starting the show as Donald Trump, and it's, they're already loving it. It's going to be awesome. And then Obama comes back out and sits down, and the lights immediately dim, and Seth Meyer comes out, and the show starts. But do and they're like, wait do a minute, costumes at those? Well, things? they thought, I know they do comedy, but yeah, do they, they do they thought that they really thought they'd figured it out. Wow. And then it was like that was so weird. What was he doing for those twenty minutes? Yeah, and okay, a little rude. Then they found out. Yeah. She finds out it's because, yeah, he had a last-minute briefing before he went and did his stand-up about... Which he knocked out of the park, Osama by Osama bin Laden. So yeah. I love that he's doing stand-up for the first time ever. Yeah, and killing it. And he's killing Osama bin Laden. Yeah. You so killed him out there. Killed. Yeah, you, you're, you're either bombing or killing. There's lots of yeah. ways you can go with that joke. Um, I want to share something 
that uh, I thought was interesting. Okay, remember my story about sweet and ta-da and all that stuff? Yes, we do. I was telling that story to my friend Jesse, who is a straight guy, Mm -hmm. and he's 25. And he's a delicious. I love him. And he thought it was cute and funny and loved it. And he goes, you know what? If I did that kind of stuff with a young woman, they would think it was so dumb. They'd be like, that's stupid. Like, he felt like you couldn't be a little silly or whatever that was. You couldn't be ta-da with them. Well, first of all, no one should be. <laughs> so there's that. I but like yes, it. He I also liked understand it. his point. He liked it. He wanted to be free to be Tadash if he wanted to. He felt like he felt like there was a, um, I don't know, like uh, that there is a way you shouldn't be in those situations. You have to kind of keep up some certain thing. And thing. Everyone's too cool, and oh, that's stupid. And it's the what kind are you doing? Thing that like he, a girl would make that face, and then he made if the it's face. Like. If you end up being together in this big relationship, yeah. it's a thing, then it's a cute story that the first time we made love or whatever, right. he tarad. If, however, it ends up being like a one-time thing, right. it is not a cute story. Really? So it can only be cute in hindsight within the context of what that relationship ultimately was. So if it turns out to be, and he was my soulmate and we've been together ever since, then it's like, that's the moment I knew he was the guy for me. And it's like, great. Otherwise it's just some player being artificially precious in the moment. But what if it's precious, precious, not artificially precious. Yeah. Precious. Mm -hmm. Anyways, I just thought that he thought that that shit would not fly with the young ladies in the club. Yeah. Who have been weaned on low pussycat dolls. Right. I thought that was interesting cultural observation. It's a really hard time for the straight guys. So there's that. But luckily he's got a hot girlfriend and he loves her and it's all good. And she'd probably be fine with Tadak. She's sweet. Um, What else is new and exciting? Are you asking me? Yeah. Well, we, um, the show, our wedding special got his largest rating ever. We got another hit on our hands. Um, Yeah. And so that's really exciting. And Joan Rivers will be uh, at the Venetian uh, in Vegas, the 2nd, 3rd, and I think 4th of June. And we might be doing like a fashion police cast and crew road trip. Yeah. Getaway. Do a little, um, what do they call that? Corporate bonding? Teamwork building? Team building. Team building. Um, So I have to open this curtain so that we can enjoy the sunset. So Dennis, you talk. Okay, I'll talk now. Um, I have not had, um, a lot of interaction on the OkCupid lately, although I'm still on there and I still call it OkCupid, but something interesting happened, which I think is good. And I think it's good. It's true with Facebook and all of these other things. When you see somebody on there that you know, but you've never spoken to, but you wanted to speak to, it's your opening. So there's this guy on there that always takes the spinning class that I take, but he always sits in the back and I always thought he was cute and I always wanted to say hi to him. And I saw him on OkCupid, and I was like, hey, you take my spinning class, but I've never said hi to you, but now I want to, so hi. And he's like, hi, yeah, I do take that class, and blah, blah. And this is on OkCupid. That you uh, this is on OkCupid. And, but his thing is, his, his profile is one picture mm-hmm. and no text. Like, no, no other pictures. Like, he's really making the minimal effort. Mm-hmm. But um, anyway, so when I see him next time, maybe I'll make a coffee or something happen, but... I like that. You mean it's you the, want to do it face to face? You don't want to ask him on the on the cupid. Maybe I might to have coffee or something. I'm not sure. I might do it face to face. I don't know. I don't know. 
I might I do it. I think I should see it, see him face to face. Hey, how's it going? See how that goes. And then if they feel like it's nice, I'll I'll yeah. do it on the Cupid. On the Cupid. But you never know how often people check that shit. There's a guy on there that I really liked, and I've talked about this before, who's still on there and has been in like a almost eight month, nine month relationship, and they have like lovey pictures taken. Like if you go to his Facebook page, it's like they're practically has, on top of a wedding cake. relationship pictures on OkCupid? No, on Facebook. Oh. It's you, you do the cross-pollinate. Oh, I need to see more pictures of this guy. I wonder if he's on Facebook. Oh, yeah, okay. Plus, I'm friends with him on Facebook, so. Um, the other thing we were talking about while I'm bringing up Sweet, because you were talking, uh, we were at the beach, and you were talking about Carlos, and he had been late, and all of that stuff, yeah. and how frustrating that was. And I said to you that one of the reasons I decided to go with Sweet, to do what I was, did with Sweet or whatever. Which was? Take him back, take him to the back room, take him mm-hmm. to my bedroom or whatever. The fuck sling. The fuck sling, the Venetian fuck sling, or yeah. the, uh, it's not Venetian, it's um, Vietnamese. Anyways, <laughs> so much, the workmanship. But anyway, uh, look at that sun, it's hovering above the water. You can't even, you guys should just get some chips and some Doritos or something and enjoy this with <laughs> us. But anyways, while I was sitting there um, with this guy deciding what I was going to do, um, I thought to myself, you know what, he's here. I'm going to do this because he's here. Because if you don't do it while they're there, it's just going to be a bunch of fucking texting and Facebook, okay, Cupid, bullshit messages, texting, what's up, bullshit. So I say strike while they're in the room. <laughs> so the most attractive thing about him was that he was He was he there. He, it was there. Uh, Tony's taking a picture on his cell phone. I am taking a photo of the actual view Oh, right on. It. So you guys will Can then... Can you post it now somewhere? I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Okay. But um, so that there you will always know that the podcast that you listen to of Dennis and I... This was you can upload it to your okay. doing it, and I'm taking okay. a photo of us. Now I can put this on while we Facebook. are talking. So that I can was put that us. on the Facebook page if you can get me JPEGs of them. Or I have just taken a photo of the sunset and of Dennis and I That's here. Nice. That's nice. in our little Mexican living right. room, and we'll have that on. The, oh, the sun is now going under the it's water. It's almost gone. and none of you can see it. So that's thrilling. Um, but yeah, I love that you that policy with. Fucking a bird in the motherfucking hand. <laughs> but it's cr- but but I'm sit- that was my thought process. I'm sitting there going, what do I think? How do I feel about this? How do you know what am I? How do I feel? And da 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 da. And the ultimate final decision came down to, well, he's here. Right. That was the decider. You know what I mean? There, yes. Yeah. So which is a good way to go through life. Yes. That's a good, you know, you know what, Dennis, none of us are promised tomorrow. No, we're not promised tomorrow. And um, which that sounds like a good time to bring up the theme, the theme. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Tony, you're already living the theme. So to act like you don't embrace the theme when you're so clearly living it is disingenuous, but it's also charming. So just, you know what, go ahead and tell them because I'm, you know, you haven't heard Penelope's take on the theme yet. Okay, here's the thing. You know, my friend Scott, (laughs) you know, my friend Scott and I, last year we had the theme of the summer of why not, which I supported. I thought that's a really good policy. I like that. I'm not sure that a season needs a theme, but you know, okay. I was like, seasons totally need themes. And that's the problem with life is when you don't have one. But, um, anyways, so we had the fall of, uh, hell yeah. But then there was like the spring. We didn't really have a theme and, um, 
we weren't in the theme place. I don't know what, but we had um, our, our theme making dinner recently, and Scott suggested the summer of sass. It's the summer of sass, and 2011. I'm out. <laughs> and, um, Door slam. And I'm, I wasn't sure what he meant, but I like the sound of it. And then he texted me, and he said, um, he goes, the summer of sass is about thumbing your nose at the no in your own head. It's about positive rebellion. And so I've shared that with our friend Penelope, who we work with, and who is not too jaded to have a theme, um, to, to yeah. take to a theme. She right. liked it. Yes. And she's running with it, and she sent me this email later. And she's also a part-time employed right yes, now. Yes, she works. So she's... She's got know, time. She's desperate. For, she needs a fucking life raft. <laughs> so, you know, she's not a well woman. Um, and can I just tell you, speaking of life raft, um, I have two friends that are doing life raft productions right now. And remember when life raft productions presents, <laughs> Yeah, I have a couple of friends who are in that same place that are like doing this creative big thing, but it's kind of like just to save their own goddamn life. Yes. And I'm like life raft productions presents anyway. Yes. So the, I just want people to know that the, the production company is not gone dormant. <laughs> okay. So I told um, Penelope about the theme and then, like, six hours, this was in my inbox. So you and don't know this, right? She told me that she, I had to be on board with the Summer of Sass. <laughs> and that she had created a manifesto. It's a total and manifesto. my participation was not optional. It's not optional. And I think when you hear it, you'll get on board because it's so charming. Okay. I'm, I'm reading this now. Okay. Girl... Last summer's theme of Why Not has been freshly prayed over and buried at sea like Bin Laden. But don't worry, because the summer of sass is so here, it's a mile past near, and then a block, in heels and on foot. Jesus. There will be snapping of fingers, flipping of hair, and of course, lots of winks and patting of asses. But those are just the spices that season the sassafras. The summer of sass starts when you say, oh no you don't, girl, to yourself and out loud. It's sitting on some dude's shoulders at a concert, even though you're in your 40s and you've never met that dude and his back hurts. <laughs> it's going sleeveless on windy days. I don't know what that means. Going sleeveless on windy days. So that your arm flaps. Ah, your okay. Your arm fat, fat, still fat, okay. Flats, that's what it is. Cares. Okay, that's what it is. It. Arm yeah. flapping. Okay. Hang your fat arm out the car. I didn't window. get it. I thought, is that something to do with boobs and girls? I don't know. Um, it's grabbing a candy bar and throwing it in, in, the, in with the groceries of the lady in front of you in line. That's right. She needs a sweet thing. It's running when people walk and staying in the ladies' room as long as you want just to play with makeup. The meeting can wait. It's accusing men of flirting with you when you know they aren't just to see them get nervous. It's giving puppies as gifts even though you know it's wrong. But girl, you know it's so right too. Make out, freak out, and speak out. It's like a summer of punked, but on brain pills. Show your ass and then show your front. Check it, but don't wreck it. And if you're not with me, the summer of sass just has one thing to say. Bitch, please. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Can't you hear her enthusiasm and energy in it? Yes. <laughs> yes, I can. I, and I, I say, think... bitch, please. <laughs> <laughs> I, we want to hear if you're on board with that or not. Um, also, I love. Um, I've been saying check it, but wreck, don't wreck it a lot. I don't yeah, know what I'm it means. To get you to stop. I know you're trying to get me to stop. You're trying to do an adventure. I don't know what it means, and I think it'll wear off on its own. It's just a phase, like homosexuality. We're leaving that in Mexico. No, can I say it up no. until we leave? 
Worst case scenario. Oh, shit. I but can say it. We are, I'll still it say is it. not fitting in your you know suitcase what? back to the States. It's the summer of sass. I don't have to abandon my catchphrase God. if I don't want to. Well, oh, All right. I am so, it is not the summer of sass. Um, although I do love the idea of accusing people of flirting with you. Yeah. And you know they're not just to make them uncomfortable. Um, I like the sitting on the shoulders. That's not it's gonna... not. It's not giving a fuck what the you know what people think or what you own yourself think. The but no I inside care. your head. I care about what I think always, and I care about what everyone else thinks maybe even more. Yes. Well, there you go. <laughs> Which really answers so many questions. Yeah. But um, there's that. That's enough of the theme stuff. I just thought you know what ruminate on it. Let think about it. See how you feel yeah. about it. What does it mean to you? We still have some Dr. Kisses, but um, to give away. Not, we need some more fucking three-way stories. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tony would not abide that, uh, sending that. I don't want to hear about anyone's fucking summer of sass. <laughs> I don't want to hear about yours and Penelope, and I love you guys. I fucking, oh. The last thing I need is some fucking couch potato from Miami <laughs> sending me his summer of sass. Telling me what, telling you that's what it means to him. Joining up. It's yeah, no. It's All right. Rollerblading next... in South beach, not wearing underwear, you know, what? yeah, flopping no. around in your boxers. That's yeah. right. The next time, you know what? You're going to be somewhere and you're going to think, I want to do that, but I don't feel brave or I don't feel confident. And then just tell yourself, fuck it. It's a summer of sass. I wore a and then do it today. That's right. You rocked public. it out. I know, because you're, and I thought, because I remember your weird speedophobia. Yeah. But I thought, well, maybe if I ask him about it, he'll say, well, this is more of a square cut, because it's still a speedo, but, but it's not. it's best just not to mention well, it Well, no, all. I was curious. I do, I saw it, and I was like, that looks great. And I was like, I don't know if his, if that doesn't really count, if there was a, yeah. uh, if, or if you're embracing the summer of sass. It could, there were so many things. What the things fuck that, do you think? I it think. It is not embracing. It's just. It is saying what the fuck. You look great. Who cares? Well, you look you. fantastic. I appreciate it. And um, I, you know, last summer in Patown was uh, the first time I ever put a speedo on where the people would see it. It looks great. And uh, and you know, I didn't uh, develop a tumor. Nobody from died. It. Yeah, as far as I know. Mm-mm. And uh, so here. You know, that's here. People are just wearing tidy whities, just underwear that turns see through and like, you know, so I'm practically in a fucking, you know, 1920s bathing costume uh, compared to some of these little thongy thongs we're seeing. That's right. And uh, there you go. It's fantastic. I love it. So maybe tomorrow bike shorts with one leg. Who knows? Why not? Maybe. You know why? Summer of. You can't even say nope. it. You think it, but you can't say nope, it. Not doing it. Um, so the night before we came here, we saw another great play, The um, God of Carnage. We did. With the original cast, Gandolfini. James Gandolfini was so... F- I mean, they all four of them were just phenomenal. Marsha Gay Harden, Jeff Daniels, and Hope Davis. And Marsha Gay Harden has to come in. Everyone else really sort of slow burns and builds up, but she kind of has to come in the gate, out of the gate, already kind of amped up and a little crazy. Well, also, she's the one that that it's she's about really driving it's about first. two sets of parents yeah. and their kids get into an altercation when one kid knocks the other kid's teeth out. So the parents come together to try to smooth things over and talk about what happened and be grown ups. And then everything just goes crazy. But she's the only one that sort of can kind of take the moral high ground through a lot of it. And they even call that out at one point. Like yeah. you try to be a good person. And yeah, um, yeah, but so. it it really it was very funny. It has a very unsatisfying ending for me, 
Um, but I didn't, that was fine. Cause it's still 90 minutes, no intermission, no intermission. And that buys you a lot of fucking four great actors in a room. And, um, Joan Rivers gave me a spoiler, but I'm going to see if I can tell the story without giving you a spoiler. Um, something happens in the piece, uh, to one of the characters. And when Joan was talking about it with me, she said, Oh, I was always trying to figure out how this happened. And then she said a different actor. So the whole time I'm watching for this thing to happen to this one actor, and then it happens to another actor, and I think, okay, how's this? And then the whole time I was still watching right. for the other thing. It must going to be crazy when it happens to this, this other person actor. that Joan said, and yeah. then it never does. That was the most unsatisfying blind item to ever hear about ever. <laughs> but if you're in L.A., you should go see it. And I hear that you can get 20 bucks tickets the day of the show, and they're in the balcony, but it's still you can still see, and it's still pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, but you were right up close. Yeah. Well, you know, my seats, I'm such a seat snob. So Um, yes, we were right up there in it, practically in the living room with them. In it to win it. Um, Um, so I did my photo shoot with, uh, international photographer. Noted fashion photographer. That's what they call Nigel Barker. Oh, I always thought, I always wondered what that meant. Well, and you know that, um, we've got top model this fall, all stars. Really? So we've got that bitch Camille is back. God, I don't remember. And I think Respeto is back. Fantastic. That girl. Yaya? Oh, wait. She's had a career. Maybe it's not. Um, There's a bunch of them. And then Isis, Isis, the transgender, um, is back. And um, it's a bunch of, but no Jade. Which is a bummer. Jade was the really light-skinned black girl with blonde... They and she was just an asshole. She was just a dick. She was such a great villain and such yeah. a monstrous. And she, her CoverGirl commercial was hilarious and awful and awkward. And she just was bad at everything. But they kept her around because she was such a good villain. Sure. But she never looked good in her pictures. She never could do anything. And she was. An, everyone hated her. God, that was fun. Anyway, so it's I'm weird. I'm so invested in the shows when they're on, and then the second they're over, I can't remember who yeah. anyone is. I haven't watched Top Model like the last I two know. cycles, I, I think. But all of my favorite shows are kind of on their last legs. Like all even stars. Amazing Race, I, I yeah. don't catch every episode. No. And, uh, but I like that idea of All Stars bringing mm-hmm. some of those bitches back. But so, uh, so we <clears> shot <throat> the poster for my P Town show, Tony Triple Dirty, Sexy, Funny, and the idea um, that I had was because you know it's all about for p-town they want i have to be shirtless so it's like how do you do a shirtless picture but it still doesn't have an element of humor because it's not about hey look i'm being sexy because it's a comedy show and it's not yeah you're sending me gay nude you know it's not one of those gay nude plays it's not the most happy porn or one of those where it's like come and see this wiener yeah um and so, but it's like, that's what they want. And so how do you find, and so last year's was kind of clumsy and it was okay for I shit my pants, but, and then, but so this year I was like, okay, I've got a good idea. What if I'm naked and sacred, and I'm holding uh, cards, like let's say one foot by four inches long cards that say dirty in one hand, sexy in the other, and then funny lengthwise over my penis over your junk and that one's much longer because now we're doing sure. a dick joke that's right and it's just 
like attached. It's like over my junk, like a black bar. Sure. Like you would see in a, back in the day when yeah. you would look at porn magazines and they couldn't show the part right. where it went in the other so part. So it would be like that that says funny. Like that's kind of, there's an element of humor to this. So it's not like the, the dumbest, the craziest thing in the world that the guy's naked. It's cute. So, and then we, um, Gabriel found this picture of this actress, the Asian girl from the movie Sucker Punch was on the cover of Complex magazine. Okay. And it was this red background and she's wearing clothes, but she's holding like a Batman TV series, POW, like mm -hmm. a cartoon. And it was made out of cardboard and it was a physical 3D prop that she's holding. And each POW letter was like different thickness and they were kind of glittery and it was this cool thing she was holding. Mm -hmm. And he was like, what about like, maybe if you're holding that, that says dirty, sexy, funny, we kind of went around and around. So then we thought about the Adam Levine testicular cancer poster where he's naked and the woman's hands are covering his junk. Yes. And he was like, what if somebody's hands were holding the word funny? And it's like, I have two extra arms, like just growing out of my ass or something. Yes. So we kind of toyed around with it. Ultimately, we did two versions. We did one that was sort of like the original idea, the dirty, sexy with the funny going mm -hmm. lengthwise downward. But then Gabriel had this hilarious idea because the question is, how am I going to attach this big, long piece of cardboard? And it's that, what's the stuff called? Not particle board. Um, foam core. Foam core. Oh, yeah. So, which I is lightweight, but a large piece like that actually has some weight to it. Oh yeah. How am I going to make that stick to my wiener? And so like regular double-sided tape is not strong enough and gaff tape. And then there's hair, you know what I mean? Like there's issues. And so this is what I thought of, and this is what I did. So in case anyone ever needs to do this, you take painter's tape, which is, you know, the blue tape that's paper on one yeah, side and like then masking. has a very little adhesive on yes. it. And I wrapped it around my penis from the base up to the head all the way around. So my penis was completely covered. I had made like a sock out of painter's tape. And Is the adhesive on your penis side yeah, or on the so outside? Yeah, so it's stuck to me. It's there now. Oh, shit. And then I put a little extra. I went around a couple times sure. past the head of my penis and kind of flattened that out. Okay. So that there was, a, there was a big thing now that was papery. Okay. So that something would stick to. Then on the back of the gaff tape, I made a loop. Or on the back of the, um, not particle board, the, uh, what's the board called? Foam core. Foam core. On the back of the foam core, I did a loop of gaff tape, you know, the strong electrical tape. And so that could stick to the papery penis, and now it was, it was stuck. It was mm -hmm. there. So Gabriel was like, that's amazing, because he was, thought we'd have to use like a string, and then you have to like erase it with Photoshop, and it's a pain. Okay. So we do all the pictures, and he goes, that thing is really on there. Do you think you could turn the funny, the bar upwards off to one side like a, like a boner? that's being covered with a black light? Because that would be hilarious. Do you think it would stick? And I'm like, I don't think so. So we turned it around, and it fucking stayed there. So how is your peen staying up against your thigh? No, my penis is hanging downward. Oh, okay. And so I I've now taped the... So the, the cardboard is big enough to... Yeah. Okay, I see what you're it's, saying. Because the cardboard's like over a foot long. Right on, but it's also wide. And it's enough. like four inches wide. Right so it's on. covering my bush and balls. Okay. And so... And so now we've turned it on its side and it, so it's jutting out yeah. past my hip on one side like and I'm holding dirty, sexy in the other hand yes. and it's seriously hilarious. I love it. So, um, I think that's probably what we'll go with. And then we did another photo shoot. That's my own special version of a got milk. That's right. Campaign. Um, and I do have a mustache, a white mustache. And I will say that I'm wearing a shirt that says 
not milk. And I'm just going to leave that at that. It's filthy. Um, and then we did some other, uh, like, You're going to get pictures. some serious so, fetishists that are all about that picture. Yeah, I just know that yeah. the bukkake, facial bukkake people are going to be finding me on the, the Facebook and totally not getting that it's just a joke. But so, yeah, so those... Uh, it sounds like it's going to be great. It sounds were, like be, and I love a brilliant photographer that you did the black cardboard without a font chosen on it so you could play around in computer shop yes. because oh fuck if I don't like the font it'll show on my face yeah no totally I am a font snob I'm fontist you you are I such am. a fontist oh my god I'm so fontist I can't even I'll admit it and I also want to point out that you were probably thinking to yourself something while you were taping your penis that you don't even want to admit that you were thinking. Okay, what? Check it. Don't wreck it. Didn't think that at all. <laughs> no, I didn't. You were thinking something like it. No, I thought, wow, you should be bigger by now. <laughs> Why? Like, what? Hello, penis. This would be a day. You know, there's going to be pictures today. I kind of need you to... That was shy? Yeah. Shy like, this is your moment, penis. Yeah. This is the moment. Well, and so, but whatever, it was covered. That's um, right. But and you, you know, didn't it's like it. it's so weird good. to be. What was it like taking it off? Really painful. And then um, Gabriel sprays this. It's a African American hair product that is basically olive oil in a spray aerosol can. Right on. So instead of it being hairspray, it's just a very very fine mist of oil that makes black people's hair, you know, shiny and soft. Okay. Right on. Think Cheryl Lee Ralph. 80s blowout Diane Carroll kind of hair right Wow. all right I'm with you okay and so that's a photographer's secret that they spray that on the models because it makes your skin sort of shiny but you don't look like you're covered in baby oil it's not like globby and bleh, gives you a little just, glow it has a nice color and shine makes the lights look good nice and so I um he forgot to bring it okay so I had brought in case he forgot I had butter flavored Pam <laughs> which seemed like a good substance. So I was sprayed with butter-flavored Pam, um, which smells terrible, by the way. And so I rubbed the butter-flavored Pam onto my fingertips and then would massage my penis to get the adhesive off and pull a little bit of tape and then more oil, pull the adhesive a little, more oil. Jesus. And so it took about 10 minutes or so, but I got it all the way off. And I will tell you that my penis hurt all night long at the God of Carnage play. Holy shit, you were thinking about that. And my penis was like, wow, it... it Felt like yeah. my penis had a sunburn. Wow. But, uh, wow, putting it together. Everything's fine now. Bit by bit. Show business is not nearly it's as not glamorous pretty. behind the scenes. Bit by pan, by cock, by bit, by foam, by bit. <laughs> putting so it there together. You go. The sun That's cool. I can't wait. has gone completely gone. down behind the sunset. We are now so just beautiful. left with a couple of faint colors, and I believe that means it's time to wrap this up. I think it is. I was wondering if we had anything else to say or do. Uh, when we get back into town, we still have like almost a week off. And, and I'm making have, a list of shit to get done. We will have adventures to report. I don't want to say anything about what we yes. have planned for the rest of our Mexican. I know. But this really is Oprah and Gail's road trip. It kind of is in a way. And we are going to step outside of our comfort zones. I, I suppose. We're going to do some things. Boy, you're talking about somebody with a theme. <laughs> 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 I really don't have any kind of theme. No, um, not at all. Then, but um, <laughs> if you're th <laughs> so anyway, so the next podcast should be. We may do another one before we leave, or when we get back. No, well, we have the equipment here. Well, we don't have. We didn't have anything to talk about on this one. Well, are you kidding? We did good. <laughs> Got so a lot. We truly, truly uh, love you guys for listening, and we hope do. that you enjoyed our very first international podcast. Yes. 
uh, th it was a whole lot of fun, and um, there will be pictures of the various players. I think there's a picture. You took a picture of Carlos last night. I did. I'm going to try to put them. And I think they'll you got put a, them on you my get a picture of dancer Tony. I got. I did some videoing while they were dancing. So maybe you'll post, I don't know. Can you post a video on Facebook? I don't know. Maybe, but it's a little, maybe I can see. I'll explore. So yeah, go to the Facebook, yeah. the comedy couch. Yeah. Page but I haven't done that on yet, so Facebook and Dennis will put some pictures along with this podcast. We'll I, see I'll try to, what we can, uh, what we can do. And I we will. always want to hear from you. So let us know yes. your thoughts at the comedy couch at gmail.com. And, uh, don't forget our sponsors. Uh, VanityMark.com, where you can find the best lip balm in the world, Dr. Kiss. That's right. And also... Kiss, the Dennis Hensley 5-pack. Which is available at FilmBaby.com. You'll get five short films on there. And uh, speaking of short films, I just found out um, Rubdown's going to be playing in Toronto at so the... It's called Toronto Out Toronto Out Out. I don't know what it's the Gay Film Festival, and it's on the twenty third, which I think is a Monday. Twenty third of May. Yes. Wow. Quick. I know. I didn't get the early email. I had to scramble. And also, we're going to be in Philly in the summer. Don't know when yet. And also, Palm Springs, and also San Diego, and so, something about New Zealand too, right? It's in New Zealand too. I think now, at some point soon. Movies and more. I know. More. Movies and more. When Alrighty. did you say le lately was a movies and more moment? That we had to like oh, rush from and the finish photo taping. Shoot. Yeah. And then we had a, I had my busy photo shoot. And then we had a race to get to the theater to catch the play before we ran home and packed in a fury to catch our early morning flight. Taxi's here, Dennis. Take us to the airport. Cock itching all the while. Yeah. But yeah. that's the way it is. That's the way it rolls. My penis. That's it. Itched. All right. All right. We love you for listening. We will see you next week. Adios. Bye.